Hey, we need Damo to get to our special guest right off the top. We do. It's the Chief Executive Officer of the AFL, Gillan McLaughlin, who has only just broken up from a uh, a big meeting with the 18 clubs today. Gillan, thank you for joining us on uh, Triple M Footy this afternoon. And what is it you're able to to tell us, please, uh, as to what you told the clubs this morning? Uh, Morning, all. Um, And thanks for having us. I I guess what we're... It was, a, it was a meeting this morning to sort of um, give a, um, a circle round after the National Cabinet meeting yesterday where the Prime Minister really gave us a bit of a, um, gave elite sport and community sport a bit of a roadmap back uh, to playing, I think. It was, it was obviously there's, there's hoops to go through, but uh, the Chief Health Officers uh, met on Wednesday and put a series of protocols together where sort of a level A, level B and level C where if, if we can get through all of the hoops, both elite sport and community sport can get, can get back on the field. And so we, we explained about how, how that looked and the sort of we're at level A everywhere and some states are level B and that we'll have to work through with each states about when our clubs can get back to training at level B, which means you can with 10 players or more. And then obviously when you get to level C, the whole squad can train and there can be limited contact and you sort of then ready to get back on the field. And we also looked, talked about broadly, you know, then also that what he, he also said was you need to, we need to do with each state on exactly how our, how we would get back on the field and we'll pick up and finalise those conversations this, this, this week. Gillian, clearly, clearly there's some clarity out of yesterday's National Cabinet uh, decision-making, and yet there is still so much still unknown. Are you able, though, now to, to have a, a degree of confidence that football, round two... <laughs> could be played in June under a fly-in, fly-out model and not necessarily under a hub situation? Well, we've got to work through with all the states, Damon. I'm sort of, I'm not avoiding it. What we've, what we've always been clear about, there's lots of options, whether we play like we did in round one, flying, flying out, or at the most conservative, we play in villages or hubs or whatever you want to call them. So, you know, there's a bit more optionality today. Queensland have said that they would allow uh, elite teams to, to fly in and out. Um, so we're going to pick up the conversations with all the states and we, we had that with Queensland. We'll pick it up with the other states to, to, to land on something this week. So I'm sort of, I just don't want to run ahead of it, but there's, but there's, there's optionality now and there's, and there's broader optionality today than was yesterday. Okay, so stage A is where we're at at the moment, according to this AIS um, controlled return to sport for both community and elite. Uh, stage yep. B will allow athletes in, in numbers up to 10 to gather and train, and then stage yep. C will be full training and therefore immediately playing if, uh, if so desired. Do you have a, a gut feel for how long stage B will be required to be in place, that being the, the 10, people and more, 10 people or less in training, before before we get to the possibility of being able to train, is it as short potentially as two weeks? Well, we have to work that through the state, the states, Damon. So again, I, don't, I just don't want to don't want to run ahead. What what, what I would say is, we, we, our clubs all once we've satisfied every state that we can go to level B, then that's when the first step is for our clubs to go back to training. So some states are sort of there and others aren't. So we're working with the, the relevant authorities in each state. We get to level B and then let's say. It's it's a couple of weeks, and again, I don't know, but a couple of weeks, and then or two or three, and we work on that, and then you get to full contact, and then whatever period is after that, you theoretically can get back on the park. But those timings, again, I, I just don't want to get ahead of the states because that's what we've got to get agreement on, and that'll be their decision. But I'm trying to shape up to say, okay, you know, weeks, I think, rather than months.
Will there be people at games at any stage during this season once you get it underway? I don't know, um, JB. The, the, um, you know, you can take a line through different pieces of commentary to, uh, on that. And that was, is, you know, something that's that the, I know that the state's going to be conservative on. But in the NT, um, they've just made an announcement that, you know, there's a possibility that we're going back to, to games you know, within the framework they've established. And I don't think anyone contemplated that. So it's, it's you know, I think people have flagged that it's unlikely, but when we've seen what's happened in Darwin, and you don't rule anything out. So, Gil, if everything goes well and goes to plan and you get the states on board and they give you the go-ahead and the green lights are, are flashing and away you go, approximately what time would you see, what time of the year would you see the season concluding? Well, we're trying to get done by sort of an end of October deadline, um, Brian. So, um, you know, the the, the, the the way things have played out yesterday, and if you look at, you know, conversations that are going on about when we might get to level B nationally and you need then three or four weeks uh, of training, we think that's possible to hit that end of October deadline if everything's, you know, going well. And But, all oh, you know, I caveat I, I everything with how uncertain this yep. is and things are moving and what's going on in the environment. Because we can, what we've got now is uh, the Prime Minister saying, yes, here's a roadmap for elite and community sport to get back on the field, which is a big step. But all of those steps are related to how we're going in the community and what's going on, and that's the big unknown. Is it fair to say we should be, from this point in time on the season, that it's games that matter, not rounds? The, yeah. the speak should be games and not rounds one, two, three, so on? Well, that's how we've tried to frame it up to say um, that's the sort of mission here, and and we and we and we and we, we build in um, agility and flexibility into our our, our uh, the things we can get to do to get that done. Whether it's the short and quarters, whether it's players agreeing that they will, and clubs agreeing they'll play off shorter days break. So if we do have, you know, the need to accelerate things, we can get it done, and that's and that's the genesis of, of that. What will be interesting to see is when we deal with our broadcasters, when we finally land on, on the model, how they want the games to be broadcast and how that plays out. And you know, they're very important in this and they'll have a big say, Brian. All the talk about the, the hubs, Gil, as you sit here this afternoon now, is that now a less likely option? Let's see where we get to with the government's demo. It's always been the conservative option and we know that we can, you know, in the, in the, in the toughest of... Uh, quarantine other restrictions we've got a model that can get us through that's the broadly that speaking for them the states say that's it yeah we can do that now as things are going better and as we things like the queensland government saying where we can fly and fly out then we've got more options that's that's all i say we'll see what we get to this week and it's sort of it's always been that level of you know different options and what we're doing every day we're getting seeing more certainty as states open up a bit then you know things might be a little less a little less tough Hey, Gil, you know uh, that I was uh, born and grew up in the West and have great mates over there who have all been pounding me all week about the fact that you can train in groups of 10 over there, but that's been knocked on the head because of parity. Yep. And there, you, can, you know what's coming next. They've all said to me the same parity that sees us have to travel to the MCG to play in the grand final, the same parity that means we're on a plane every second week while Richmond play 10 straight games at the MCG. You've got to be able to see some of their argument. Yeah, put your North Melbourne hat back on where you can't train here in Victoria. Why do you reckon they're giving it to me? I'm copping it and I'm not even involved anymore.
But you can understand I, the frustration. I, I, can, I can a bit if you're thinking parochially. I think if you sit back off it, people would say, we want equity and integrity in the, in the system. We're not that far away. I think it's fair that everyone goes back to training at the same time. I, 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 don't, I think that's it was certainly clear at mine, and I think it's fair. I understand a parochial view. Hey, Gil, what happened during the week? Was there a communication breakdown between the players, the media and the AFL regarding uh, the meeting they had with the 20-week hub, the worst-case scenario thrown up? I don't know. I wasn't in the meeting, Billy, but what I do know is there's a lot going on and you're trying to, you're trying to give people information to give them a bit of direction with uncertainty. And, and sometimes there can be miscommunications or things not executed perfectly. I'm not, I don't know where. I'm not wanting to apportion blame anywhere. I'm not going to do it other than say... I think we're back on the same page now. I've had conversations with the mm-hmm. players and we know, I think they're really clear now there are options and we're working through with the states on that and we'll know much more in a few days' time. Soft cap down under $7 million, which is a response to the crisis or even further that we've, uh, we've had. And I, I'm understanding that it's going to stay there until the debts that the clubs have to take on have been paid off. But once that happens, Gil, and, and we're, we're taking a, a leap of faith a bit here, and the game's back to its economic health. Will those caps go back, or is your view that they should stay at the level that you've now established? We haven't, mate. We haven't finalised the number, Joby, so working through that with the clear with the clubs and parts that's modelling where the where the industry's at and what's what's right and what's wrong. So I reckon that'll be work finalised in the next week. Um, we'll have to have a bit of an eye to the, to the future, but you know, we, we you know, forget the soft cap for a second. And what we've said is there's going to be changes across the industry. It doesn't mean things are going to be less. And I think there's an opportunity generally, whether it's in footy departments or the AFL or in community football or talent pathways, to look at how we can do things more efficiently and better. So I don't think anything, you know, even with unlimited money, I think there's an opportunity to, to get better structures and, and and be more efficient going forward, regardless of our circumstances. All right. As I let you go, uh, isolation at your house interests Ooh. me because I know the beautiful Laura has limited <laughs> patience with her husband at the best of times, and you hulking around inside the house and getting in her way would not have pleased her at all. We've had. I reckon we've been going okay. I do feel we might have hit a, a, a bit of a, <laughs> a sort of under this morning. It was sort of like kids all week, and then I've been on meetings and doing radio on there it's freezing outside and my kids have all just gone a bit feral this morning my wife my wife's gone a bit feral um she's just uh, i would say generally going pretty well but today's not been our best morning and I'm sort of, i got i got to map a plan out of here this afternoon and my my first my personal plan had the races involved. That's, yes. That's had a line, that's had a line put through. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, mate, a great race meet at Adelaide. You must have one at Adelaide for us today. Um, oh, so he's had uh, a look. <laughs> 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 he's had a look at the field. A, <laughs> uh, a little a smarter man than me thought said that he thought November Dreaming could win the fifth. Right, good work. Well done. Hey, we'll let you go. We know you've got a lot to do today. Good luck with it all. Well done. Thanks, guys. Cheers.